Hello, welcome to the Business of E-Commerce. I'm your host, Charles Plesky, and this is episode four. On today's episode, I'd like to talk a bit about ways to prevent fraudulent charges. So if you've been around for a while in e-commerce, uh, if you run your own e-commerce site, um, so not, not so much uh, if you're selling on Amazon or eBay, but if you actually run your own independent site, everyone's fall victim at some point to fraudulent charges. This is where somebody has made a purchase on your site using a credit card, which is not theirs. They've received product, or maybe not received product, but they've made a purchase on your site, and you've charged the credit card. And then at some point, months down the road, you might have got a uh, chargeback, and that showed this charge was fraud. It actually was a chargeback from somebody else. It was not the card. The names didn't match. And essentially what happens in that case is you, as the retailer, you basically lose. And you have to uh, give the money back. You lose the product. Um, You also get hit with a chargeback fee. Um, So it ends up costing you not just the amount for the order, but also then a chargeback fee on top of that. It um, also isn't good for your merchant account. So this is definitely something you don't want to happen. Uh, If you've been around for a while, it's happened to all of us. And when it happens, it's not good. But there are some ways to prevent it. And I'd like to kind of run through those real quick. Just some things I personally found um, that work, that help, and might help you. So uh, the first thing is just some basic, basic, basic human monitoring on the orders that come in. So if you're around for a little bit, you've seen orders come in, you start to know my average order price is X. Um, Let's just say $200 is an average order. And you're able to then say any order above, you know, five times that, make it, let's say $1,000 or even 500, just put a number on that. If it's above X, you know there's some risk involved of this is a bit different. It's outside our uh, outside our norm. Doesn't mean it's fraud. It just means it's just outside the average order. What I've personally done is come up with a couple criteria and then had somebody, um, in my case it was a virtual assistant, monitor every order every day. If they met, uh, let's say, two out of three criteria, bring these orders to my attention immediately. Uh, and they came in every day at a certain time. I think it was 4 p.m. Eastern before orders were getting shipped, that sort of thing. So it was kind of just this last check of saying, let's just have some human's eye, eyes on this and see if this order makes sense. And if it doesn't, raise it to my attention. And then I did a little more forensic forensics and um, I'll get into that. So first, average order volume. That's something I always had them check. If it was above, and I set some number, and these are all numbers you kind of play with after a while, then that's you know one uh, one strike in the column. Second on the list was the billing and shipping addresses do not match. Again, it happens all the time, but if they don't match on a ten dollar order, it's very different than if they don't match on a thousand dollar order. That's just something you want to keep in mind, and if you have an order that's both high value, and the shipping addresses don't match, now you start to get into some sort of territory where this order just looks different. And it's something you want to then start really looking a little bit more into. 
Next is, let's say these don't match. Um, usually sending a quick email to the email address, you'll see that it bounces back. Um, you can then, it literally could be a customer service email, just something very basic of checking that email to even see if it's valid. That right there, great indicator. Does, is this an order that um, is a good order? You don't have to send it, you don't do this on every order, but you know if it's a high-priced order, um, you're most likely, as a buyer, going to be checking that email address twice. If you put in a completely bogus email address, now it's time to get it real suspicious. So what happens next is, let's say this order, high-priced order, billion shipping addresses don't match, the name on the billing address, the name on the shipping address don't match. It starts to get a little, little bit suspicious. Um, you might have a VA just send a quick email, just reaching out, um, wanted to double check the billing and shipping address. Let's say that bounces back. Now you're in full-fledged suspicious territory of that order. That's something then what I've personally done is give them a phone call at that point. Just want to check in, want to make sure the billing shipping addresses don't match. Um, just want to check in and make sure uh, we have all your information correct. It's just something you're doing from a customer service point of view. Um, perfectly normal. And I've actually been able to connect with some great customers on this. Maybe they were traveling, they had something sent. You know, it was, they were using it under their sister-in-law's uh, name. They were all traveling together, had something sent to the hotel address, something like that totally normal. Um, it does happen. We've had businesses that were going on the road. They were doing a show. Um, the husband and wife maybe had different last names. The credit card was in the wife's address. The husband was doing a show. He was on the road. He had it shipped to some random address in a whole different state. It does happen. But if you get that person on the phone, um, just talk to them. Make sure um, everything just kind of sounds right in your head. That's a really great way of uh, pretty much, you can, you can bring it down to, you know, under single digit percentages that you're going to be wrong just with a quick conversation. The thing that is a red flag though, is when you call that number and the number's not right. The number is completely bogus. They don't know who you are, or maybe it's just, isn't even a valid number to begin with. Now you're talking complete red flag territory. Those orders right there, what I've done in the past personally is just not fulfill them wait till the buyers contact me. Um, usually at some point they might follow up. Sometimes never, they'll follow up. It'll just sit there forever. I don't collect the money, um, don't process the credit card. Everything just stops at that point. Um, so there's no charges, there's no shipments. There's just nothing, um, just kind of silence. And if they contact you, great. That's a good time to talk to them, kind of ask the same questions. Just wanted to know, you know, double check the shipping address, um, just talk to them a little bit. And if you get a, if you just get a, a failing about that, um, you as a retailer, you it's in your right to, you know, I just don't feel comfortable fulfilling this order. Um, that's in your right. It's up to you. But the best way is send them a quick email, get them on the phone, just make sure the phone number is even valid. Um, because if it's not, there's a good chance there's some, so, something going on here that's just not, um, just not right. And you as the retailer, um, it's you're going to be the one on the hook. So it's up to you to uh, put a stop to that and not fulfill that order. Some other issues um, are the address itself is suspicious. So what is a suspicious address? 
if you just kind of Google for the address, um, you'll find very often, and a lot of services offer these, it's third-party services, the big carries offer these, but they're mail forwarding addresses. So they're addresses where um, fraud type orders get sent to, and they get forwarded to a different address, all the mail that goes there. So usually with this is they use the fraudulent credit card to pay for this mail forwarding address, and now they're using a different fraudulent credit card to forward mail to that address, which actually goes to their real address. So it adds these like multiple layers of fraud where it makes it so um, you as the retailer, you're na not able to get the actual address. Um, sometimes it's domestic, sometimes international. You can't even track it. Basically at that point, the order's gone. Um, the product's gone, the money's gone, and uh, you know, they've just kind of, they pull the wool over your eyes. But usually if you just run this, put the address in Google real quick, you'll see it'll come up as a mail forwarding address. Um, and you'll have at least some understanding of, okay, if it's a high priced order, billing address, shipping address, names don't match, no one's answering the phone, it's a mail forwarding address, we have no idea where it actually goes to, um, no one's responding to your emails. It's up to you at that point to really say, is this worth uh, putting X amount of dollars on the line if this order doesn't look valid? So those are some tips. Um, I've seen a lot of folks kind of do things different ways, some ways I've done it. The other ways, and this is becoming very popular now, is there are actually outsourced automated services that do this for you. They hook into your shopping cart typically they, um, they analyze different things on the order. A lot of, a lot of them are similar to this. Um, high value orders, billing shipping addresses don't match, things like that. And they run them through some sort of checks. Um, they can either be automatically flag orders, put orders in this little penalty box where then you have to manually review them. They can do different things. There's a lot of different settings. Um, some examples are Shopify has a built-in fraud type detection service that can be enabled. I've heard mixed reviews on that. Um, it definitely is probably better than nothing, but there's also um, paid services out there. One um, that a lot of folks have used is, and I'm gonna butcher the name, but I'll put it in the show notes, Signified, S-I-G-N-I-F-Y-D.com. I don't know how to say the name, but uh, I've worked with clients who use them. They say they're uh, their fraud detection rate is much higher than some of the other services out there. So I've heard some great reviews on them. Um, there's also, I've heard kind of a newer one is Riskified. Uh, I'll also put that in the show notes. Also automated, hooks into the shopping cart. So that way, that might basically be the, instead of having a VA do it, um, depending on how many orders you get per day, sometimes it would just be more cost-effective to go with a service like this. They monitor all your orders coming in they're able to do the exact same thing. They flag it using their own internal uh, metrics, put it in some sort of penalty box. You then, as the business owner or someone in your organization, goes through every one of these orders, maybe gives them the same courtesy call, maybe sends them an email, goes through some sort of process. Um, we actually, when I was doing it, I had a written manual of here are the steps we take. Um, it was just outlined, we know on every order, once it got flagged, follow these steps and kind of a little flow chart and if this and that don't ship otherwise do this and we're able to either myself or anyone here was able to kind of run through and determine um 
what was in best, the next set of steps. And the nice part about that also, it was a kind of a living document where as we learned and as we got better at it, we were able to kind of update that document and keep those steps as um, something that always evolved over time. So we got better at it over time. And at first, um, it was, we got a bunch of fraud charges all at once. It really hit, there was one month I remember, it was two or three in a month. And all of a sudden it was like, oh wow, we have to figure something out. And as we got better, as we updated the manual, as we ran through these steps each day, the fraud charges dropped down to pretty much, you know, fraction of a percent. So it became, you know, much easier to detect these. We just got better at it. So it's something, if you've ever been hit by fraud, or if it's something you're just getting started, uh, just look out for it. Keep an eye, it does happen. And when it does happen, you as a retailer are typically on the hook. So it's something that if it does happen, you definitely wanna be uh, on the lookout and protect yourself always. So hopefully that helped. Definitely happy to hear your feedback. If you leave a comment, message me on Twitter, send me an email, I'm definitely happy to hear from you. You can uh, find the website at businessofecommerce.fm. You can reach me at charles at businessofecommerce.fm or on Twitter at, at charlespal. Definitely happy to hear your feedback, hear your comments, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Have a good one.